Welcome to The Bricks Podcast. My name is Raven Satterfield, and I'm the founder and creator of The Bricks, where we cover everything culture and music. And today on the show, we have the licensed real estate agent, Shalia Hunter. Shalia, thank you so much for joining us. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. It's my first um, podcast. So oh, my I'm God. Excited. <laughs> yeah, well, we're both new to it, so that's good, but... I'm excited because I know when I first met you, you told me you were into real estate. And that's something I always kind of thought about getting into, but I never really knew much about it. So I was excited when I found out that you were a real estate agent. Yeah, not a lot of people know. People just think that you do rentals, but it's really a lot that you can like do with real estate. And the benefits of having a real estate license is just, I feel like everyone should get into it. It's so much money to be made. What is your typical day like? Well, um, it's, you're definitely like working for yourself. You're like your own boss. You have your own business. So having like self-discipline and having a routine helps. Um, but for me, I, you know, wake up and I check my emails and then I'm with EXP Realty. So we have a database. I go on it every morning. Like I see if there's any new webinars um, since COVID happened. There's a lot of trainings going on and you have to just adapt to do things differently and you know things are being done virtually now so it's great that you can just stay home all day and literally sell an apartment so it's just um waking up and I'm checking my emails and then I do see if my clients emailed me and then I check on any bills that I have there's definitely a lot to the day-to-day but the benefits of you know, COVID kind of slowing things down. It's like, I don't have to do everything in the same day. You know, I can break it up. Like 8 to 12, I'm checking emails and then I have a break and that's all of my day, you know? So it just really depends. What encouraged you to get into real estate? It's actually funny. So I moved to New York in 2015. I was district visual for Mandy, but when I got here and I moved in September, in October, they, the company laid me off because the company is really small. So they were losing money and my position was really new. So I was just like, oh my God, like what am I going to do? I was unemployed for like a month and then I was on Craigslist and I found this company called Rapid Realty. I don't want to say they're scammers, but they kind of are scammers. So I contacted the ad and they were like, oh, showing agents, you can just literally show an apartment and then you get paid. And I was like, oh, I could do that. And then I contacted the guy and he was just like, oh, you know, you will have to get your real estate license and, um, you know, we'll sponsor you. But the good thing is they did sponsor me. I didn't come out of pocket for a lot. So, you know, I passed my test. I was going to the office and training with the broker and all the other agents. So that's how I got into it. Off of a scam company. Wow. You know what? I'm glad you said that too, because. That's kind of what stopped me into getting into it because I know like some people that I know that went to real estate, it was a little sketchy. So I wasn't really fully sure about it. Like I knew I wanted to get into it, but I was just kind of careful, like, you know, the people that was telling me about it. So that's interesting. Well, I know like for me, when I first moved here, I was looking on Craigslist for, you know, my apartment. Like I didn't know anything about the rental, trying to get a place in New York. I didn't know anything about it. So, you know, when I'm looking at fuzzy pictures, I'm thinking it's just they got a camera. But sometimes I would drive from Philly when I was looking for my place 
and these apartments didn't even exist wow. and I didn't even know that like yes and then you have some people that are like weird pervs or whatever that want to do like oh you can stay in my house and we can make an arrangement you had those kind of people like I literally went through all of it wow when I tell you I went through all of it I went through everything trying to get a place here and I feel like not a lot of people know and that kind of motivated me also because it's just like I don't want people to get scammed I know so a lot of people that sent money without even looking at places and didn't get their money back people disappear yeah. like it's just it's crazy yeah and that's crazy too because like I know me I found my place on Craigslist so I kind of got lucky <laughs> But I actually found my roommates on Craigslist too. But I feel like Craigslist work, you just have to do the you work and know what you're doing. You have to be really careful. Like I met so many, not I didn't meet them, but I got in contact with so many like weird people because you post a picture. You're like, hey, I'm looking for a roommate. Then you get all these people mm-hmm. contact you, and you don't know what's real or what's fake. And so when I drove out here, I drove all the way to Queens, and I'm looking for this place, and I'm like, this place. The, the numbers not adding up so I'm like oh this was a scam like wow. you know so but no me I looked at I think maybe four different places it was one place before I actually moved here that I actually put money down on and then I backed out oh, at wow. the end yeah thank god I got my money back <laughs> because what happened with that place no because I found where I'm at now is better it was a lot smaller and the place I found oh, I now was more perfect for my situation because it was closer to my job. It was bigger and it was about the same price. And it took a lot for me yeah. to get my money back, but I got it. <laughs> yeah, people really will like try to keep it. You know, it's crazy. What are some things that people need to know if they're thinking about getting into real estate? Um. Okay, it's definitely not easy. You have to study for the test. Um, I did a course online because I did end up getting a job in November at Forever 21 as a visual. So I would work 6 a.m. to 3. And then when I got off at 3, I was going to that real estate office from like 4 to 8. Like I was studying every day. You have to study and then you have to, you know, whether you do the in-person or the online course, it just depends. Do you have the time to do the online, the in-person or not? I had a job, so I did the online It just depends how you learn, but what they teach you in the class is not always on the state exam. Yeah. So you have to take the course, pass the course, pass the exam of the course, then you go on to the state. So it's two different tests. I don't think I passed it on the first try because nothing that I learned in this online course was on this test. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, wow, what do I do? So I went on YouTube and I got a study guide. I paid for a study guide and I studied for like a month and then I took it again and I passed. So it's definitely, you got to do your own research too and just not rely on the course or yeah. you know, what they give you. Wow. Yeah. That's good though. I didn't even know yeah. you had to um, take a course or anything for it. I thought they were just hiring, you know. That's interesting. Oh no, you got to take a course and then you have to find a brokerage that will sponsor you. Mm-hmm. So you can like associate with them when you're done. Because even though you're not like a full-time employee, you still have to be associated with a broker yeah. that is like, gonna be like okay well you can work for my firm you know yeah. okay you can't just be out here by yourself you have to be under someone that's interesting okay because I didn't know that yeah. that's good yeah what was your experience like on your first day as a real estate agent my first day like first day like license and out in the field I dressed up I got my hair done I wanted to look professional because this is not like a field where you can 
you know, go looking any kind of way, yeah. even though it was sometimes when I was a little bit um, more in the game, I would go at the work or whatever, because my work schedule was crazy. So, yeah. but my first day I had, um, I had a showing in Park Slope for with this couple and it was for like a one bedroom for like 2500 and then in the beginning the rent prices will always scare me because I'm just mm. like who is paying five thousand dollars for a one bedroom like you're insane like I would just be like I can't do it but then my broker was just like look the people that want to pay for this they had the money to pay for it so you should relax and that was always my thing in the beginning because it was just like apartments and still you can get a one bedroom for like it's just like you know I didn't understand but my broker explained to me like look these people got the money to pay for it so you should relax they not tripping you don't trip but yeah I went in there and I showed the apartment and they put an application in right then and there you know so I was excited I was like oh my god my first application and my first day but when you get an application that doesn't mean the deal is going to close it's a lot of factors that go into it you know they got to pass the credit check, you know, landlords want you to have like, but well, back then it was like 680 or 650 was great. Yeah. But like now they want you to have 700, like things change so much. Yeah. That's one thing I always wondered about it too. It's always felt like it was one of those professions where, you know, you're your own boss, but anytime you go into any business, it's always like the uncertainty, you know? Yeah. It's like, you don't know if you're good enough. And then I wasn't really even now, I'm still kind of, like, letting people know, but back then, I wasn't really, yeah. like, out there. Like, I'm a real estate agent, and the business of being in real estate is really word of mouth. You get referrals from people that you know. Yeah. Because it's really good to know a realtor. Like, everyone needs a realtor for something. People are always going to, like, need somewhere to live, and that was another reason why I wanted to get into it, because I'm just, like, even now, my job let me go in March, yeah. and I worked in corporate retail, and you don't know what's happening with retail right now. Mm-hmm. Like, retail is so up and down, but it's just like, oh, real estate, people are always going to need somewhere to live. People mm-hmm. are always going to want an apartment, so this industry is more stable for me, you know? So, yeah. And that's another question. I know you said um before you were into retail. Okay, first I want to say I looked at your Instagram, and I love the way you dress. Like, I'm really obsessed with how you dress. <laughs> thank you I thank you thank you thank you I do love fashion like that's why I you know I went to IUP and I graduated with fashion merchandising and I was like oh I want to be a buyer I want to move to New York but New York is a whole different beast okay like New York is will chew you up and spit you out you could come here thinking one thing but you will totally be another person and that's what I learned about me and I'm just like oh I want to be this fashion person but I'm just like okay fashion I don't want to be in retail and then you want to get to corporate and it's just like so many competitive people here in New York and this is like if you're not aggressive if you're not hungry you're not gonna make it I think that not a lot of people tell you know young kids especially young black girls or whoever that's you know want to major in fashion they really push you to retail because I remember when I was in IUP it was a program that FIT had with my school and you can go to FIT and you can get your bachelor's through FIT. My white classmate told me. And I was like, are you serious? Yeah. She was doing it next semester. So I went to my professor and I asked her about it. She told me that the program didn't exist anymore. That, I don't believe that because some girls in my school, she, they did it. I saw them do it. Exactly. But back then, I didn't know. I'm thinking, I didn't know. I was just not really, I didn't really speak up for myself. So I was just like, dang, it, it doesn't exist anymore. Oh, it does. I should have pushed. I should have pushed and pushed and pushed. But I really didn't because I didn't 
I went to predominantly like white school in the middle of nowhere. And it really wasn't a fashion school anyway. So I'm just like, I'm just going to finish out. I'm going to get a job in corporate. It's no big deal. But looking back at it now, I should have pushed and be like, no, you just told her that it's a program and she applied. I want the same treatment. And I didn't get that. Wow. You know what? Because I've known girls who did it. That's why I'm like, no, there definitely is. Because a lot of people yeah. went to my college for the program. Yeah, she told me that. And then I ended up working in retail at the school wow. because I wanted to be in fashion. And I wanted, I felt like, oh, you know, you need a degree, but you do not need a degree to work in fashion. I mean, to work in retail. Like, you just don't. You don't, no. You don't at all. And they don't even, it was just crazy how you can get sucked in. But I was so determined. Like, I worked at Forever 21. Then from Forever 21, I went to. Mandy, when I was a visual, then that's how I got to New York. And then I went to Zara. Like, I literally worked at every retailer, but I kept going up the ladder. Yeah. You know, but yeah. And me, I've done my fair share of <laughs> retail too. Um, I don't know. My perception on retail, I'm kind of 50 50 with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I feel like it depends what you're doing there, I guess. But wow yeah i mean i was a visual so i always did windows and the merchandise and that's what i do love that's cool you you have to be at the right company for it like i would say you Mm -hmm. have to be at the right company with the right environment the right um employees like management everything has to be has to line up for me because people can be so rude and like they don't really care about you and companies they don't care you're just a body there to put these clothes out you know so I was just like, I'm never going back to retail. After I got the assistant buyer job at Rainbow, yeah. I got it right before COVID too. And I'm like, oh, at least I got the job and I got it on my resume. And that's kind of how I feel with a lot of customer service jobs. I feel like you're kind of replaceable. So it's like, you know, you're there to serve a purpose. And once you don't serve that purpose no more, they really don't need you. They could just replace you. So Right, exactly. So, and I was just like, this is not for me. I'm not ever coming back to retail. Like, yeah. I can't do it. Yeah, that's so dope. But no, I'm glad you got into real estate. Me, I'm trying to get into the business world. But I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a process. I just got to find that right fit. You know what I do, though? I feel like I look around my community and I try to look at the things I don't like and think, okay, what do we need? <laughs> you know, that's what I think. That's exactly how real estate is. And I just got into another another like it's not um it's it's dealing with real estate but you don't need a license it's called wholesaling Mm, I heard of it yeah I just started getting into it and this is you do not need a license for this like people literally just call homeowners that are going into foreclosure you find distressed properties in your area you literally just it's about your customer service skills and I'm not there yet but this would be great for you like you literally just call you can see a house on your block that's distressed you can just get this software. You call them and say, hey, you know, I have, you know, I'm inter- are you interested in selling your house? You know, how much would you think you would want for it? How much you need to walk away with? Say the house is like 400000 Then you have, you know, a network of cash buyers that are looking to invest in your neighborhood. And say someone wants to invest in something for like 500000 you can literally go tell the person, I have a cash buyer and, you know, we're willing to buy it for this much. You go all the way with this much. People have done this that put in $3 and they've made $10,000 on one deal. Wow. So, yeah, so wholesaling is a definitely a good, um, it's a good way to get into real estate if you don't want to take the course. You have great customer service skills. Yes, I'm trying to get into that right now. 
people make so much money in this. Yeah, and that's interesting because today I went to the um, laundromat and I met this random guy. We was just talking, and the laundromat I went to, I went to the one closer because to home because you know it's raining outside. And I don't. Every time I go there, I don't like it because everything is broke down, and you know they just don't keep it up. And I was talking to the guy, and he he even said it. It was a, a bandit like um business across the street, and he was like, sometime he said I want to purchase that property over there and create a laundromat where it's clean and everything's working. That's crazy because I think the same way. Exactly, you know? that's my whole mentality. Like. I'm like, I want to, you know, get into real estate and I want to build myself a portfolio, some money, you know, for generational wealth. And yeah. it's like, you can trust other realtors, but I'm going to do things myself. Yes, correct. And then I'm ready to put my family on and start a business, you know, like that's how my mind works. What are some tips that you have for young adults that are looking to become first time homeowners? Um, I would definitely say make sure that your credit is great you can get lower interest rates if you have a higher credit score um it's just beneficial just to have a you know high credit score i would say over 700 or even like the 680s and up like i think that's a great score definitely look into the type of loans that you can get in your state you know i know in philly they have a lot of beneficial loans to if you want to make your home an investment property meaning say you want to have a duplex um they give you a loan straight for that and then you can literally live in your house for free and rent out the bottom while people just pay your mortgage and you can pocket money. So I just definitely would say, are you looking for like homeownership just to have, like have a home or do you want to start investment property? Yeah, it's, it's definitely something to like look into because renting really is a waste of money. So if you have the means to buy a home, you have a great credit score, you have a good job, you have a nice chunk of down payment, why not just buy a house, Yeah, you know? That's a good way to have a, you know, passive income. Right. And then your home builds equity. So over time, you can even keep it or you can, like, sell it off in maybe two or three years. It really depends. Yeah. So I would just say go for it. If you have the credit score, the down payment, all of that, go for it. Nice. And um, what are some misconceptions that people have about real estate agents? And what are the reality of it? I would say some misconceptions are that we're really greedy mm. um, and aggressive. I mean, some people are, but, you know, this is a business that we make money and our time is money, you know? Yeah. Um, especially in New York, I feel like all of the agents here are so aggressive and so mean and nasty. And it's just like, I'm just like, no, you guys need to relax. But I mean, then again, it's the market that we're in. There's so many, it's hundreds of thousands of agents in New York. So in order to be that top one and close that deal, you got to be a little aggressive, you know? A lot of people say you guys don't do anything, especially with the whole no fee thing. Because if you see an apartment online and you had an agent and his agent had not saw it and you can just tell them like, oh, hey, I see this apartment. Can you get me into this apartment? And the agent gets you in there and you want to go ahead and you want to go forward and do the lease and that application. And then the then the agent hits you with a fee. You're like, well, what did you, what did you do? Yeah, you know. So I I can understand, but also like this is how that we make money. This is how we get paid. Yeah. Wow. So you know we you do need an agent for some things, but other things you don't. If you have knowledge, you have access to the resources. You're paying your agent 
for the resources and tools you don't have access to. But no, thank you so much for joining us. To everyone listening, please subscribe and stay tuned for more episodes with the Bricks. And um, thank you so much. No problem. Thank you for having me.